and welcome to episode 138 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. And this week, it is part two of our listener Q&A. As you are hearing this, I am not here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for the recording, um, but I'm in a hospital. (laughs) (laughs) We are pre-recording. So we are pre-recording this episode and possibly another episode as well. So just when you thought you were going to get a break from me, surprise! (laughs) She's back. (laughs) One more episode. Yeah. Um, So we don't have any news this week because we are pre-recording. So um, I think we should just make up the headlines that we would like to see for our news section. (laughs) Okay. Concierge Lounge is back at Yacht and Beach Club. (laughs) Um, Well, that's happening. Well, at some resorts, but beach they haven't announced yet. And Polynesian they haven't announced yet. Um, Cruise Line is sailing starting tomorrow. (laughs) And we're going. Coming to you live from the new Disney Wish. It's here a year early. <laughs> All right, here's my here's here's my headline. Dining plan is back. It will never be free again. Oh, that would be <laughs> that. I am throwing us. I am you flying win. us all to somewhere and throwing us a party if that ever oh, happens. That happens. Oh my god! Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, my my dream headline is uh, Disney announces that they will keep reduced capacity forever and just jack up the rates. Like I'm fine with it. I don't care. Yes. Jack up the rates. <laughs> keep the reduced capacity. I'm completely fine with it. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Bye. That me. All right, so be it. I hope they're listening. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so like I said, coming up next, we have more listener Q&A. We got so many questions, and some of you sent, ooh, some of you um, clearly had pent-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> we got some very long questions. So some of them, um, we might, con- this might be multiple episodes. Like, we might answer part of your question this week and part of your question next week, so... We'll see. Stay tuned. Uh, And uh, we'll get into that next. All right. First question is from Kim. Heather, you want to read? Or no, Charlotte, why don't you read this one? Because I know this is, the question is for Heather. (laughs) All right. Uh, My question for the Q&A episode, not really a Disney question. Next month, my husband and I will be spending two days in Disneyland and then one day at Knott's Berry Farm with our daughters, 21 and 18, to celebrate our 25th anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. Uh, We are Disneyland regulars, but haven't been to Knott's since the early 90s. Do you, possibly Heather as a local, have any suggestions or tips for Knott's Berry Farm? We'll probably Uber there for the day from our motel on Harbor. I did reserve dinner at Mrs. Knott's Chicken Dinner. I'd like to see anything original to the park. Yes, 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 and yes. You have to, have to have, have Mrs. Knott's chicken dinner, um, which sounds ridiculous, but it's just, um, Knott's Berry Farm started as a roadside stand selling berries from their farm, and then they just kind of started building these, like, little kitschy roadside attractions, um, and Mrs. Knott's, the wife of the farmer, started making chicken dinners for the farm workers, and then they were so good, they started selling them, um, to, to, um, people stopping by on the road, and then a theme park uh, sprung up, so, you have to have the chicken dinner when you go there. It's very good. I'm partial to the biscuits. That's my favorite part of the dinner, as I don't really like fried chicken. Um, 
I will say, gosh, what should you know about Ghost? You have to ride. Now I can't think of the name of the coaster, but it's in Ghost Town. Um, and it's the, like the big old wooden roller coaster. It's terrifying. It's so, so good. Um, so make sure you hit that. If I don't think it's going on right now. Um, if the Ghost Town Alive is happening while you are there please spend at least an hour just interacting um with the actors and the cast members it's so much fun it's basically um, a big interactive choose your own adventure play that the guests are a part of um where you interact with the different residents of calico um and depending on how you interact with them and what they do and what errands you run for them and what um, different activities you partake in determines the outcome of the storyline in calico for the day um so it's a lot of fun there's also gold mining there you know you mine for fool's gold which sounds a little trite but it is kind of historic there um so those are my favorite things at Knott's Berry Farm also eat anything and everything boysenberry because again it used to be a berry farm um and boysenberries are what they are known for so you can find anything from like desserts to appetizers at the restaurants they have boysenberry drinks alcoholic and non-alcoholic um so that's a big thing and then this year it's also their 100th anniversary so um they're kind of doing like a big homage to that um with a big celebration uh to the the history of the family and then also of the theme park and they have i think they're calling it the knots family reunion um so they're kind of having guests come in and do their favorite memories and then they're going to have special decor and themed food items and different you know merchandise and entertainment and all of that and then they also say there's going to be special surprises along the way i don't know what that means i don't even know if they know what that means but it's kind of just paying homage to 100 years of the parks um and then also oh this is my favorite thing um that they've started doing in fact knott's berry farm was the first of any theme park anywhere to start doing this. Um, when they were shut down for the pandemic, they started doing like little tasting nights and opening well before Disney or Universal thought of anything like this. Um, so they are continuing that and they're doing not summer nights. It's select nights through mid or early September, I think, or through Labor Day weekend. So go on their website and check it out. Um, but basically you buy a tasting card and you go to like different restaurants and little booths and get tastings of um, special boysenberry and, and different things. And then they also have like a DJ and um, different like bands playing in different areas of parks. So it's kind of like a big party in the park at night. I have a person that I follow on Instagram. Um, it's a uh, little gray thread, little L I T T L E G R A Y T H R E A D. She's a Knott's Berry and uh, Knott's Berry Farms ambassador. And so she has a ton of Knott's Berry content on her Instagram. Um, if you click on the Knott's Berry Farms highlights on her Instagram page, there's a ton of information on there as well. Um, if you're just looking for like suggestions on like what to eat and you know, all that kind of stuff. So check her out. <laughs> <laughs> Not a personal friend. Don't know her. Just follow her on <laughs> now Instagram. Now I have to follow her, and then I'm gonna be like, "Great, now I'm hungry. I better go yep. down to Knotts." <laughs> yeah, I've never been to Knotts Berry Farm, but I really want to based on her Instagram feed. So. It's really cute. That's it's great. Very, very cute. Very cute. All right. Next question. Um, Heather, why don't you read this one? 
okay, this Emily. is from Emily. Um, and she says, hi, ladies. Thanks for doing another Q&A before your break. We are sailing on the Disney fantasy this Thanksgiving. Fingers crossed, third time's the charm. Don't I feel you? <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, and we will have our seven-year-old son, 10-year-old daughter, and my in-laws with us. We've never cruised with kids and haven't been on a Disney cruise since 2009. They are so excited for Oceaneer Club, but wondering if you have any other tips for things for them to do on the ship. I've heard there are maybe some special character meets or events that you need to book in advance. Any recommendations on if those are worth our time? I think we may have some extra sea days due to COVID restrictions in some of the countries we would normally visit, currently scheduled for Cozumel and Grand Cayman, and we will be visiting Castaway Key twice. Also, my daughter will be old enough for us to authorize her leaving the Oceaneer Club, but can we allow my son to accompany her? We're still mulling over if that is even something we want to do in general, but only but if only one can do it, probably doesn't make sense for us. Thank you. Always love your weekly dose of Disney. Okay, that's a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Scrolling back up. Um, okay, yep. let me say this. You asked for suggestions for for them not in the Oceaneer Club, but if my almost 10-year-old was here, she would say, why would you leave the club if it's open? Stay there all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> that yeah. is, that's going to be her take. I don't know your kids. I don't know if it's going to be their take, but probably they will stay there as much as possible so you can feel free to enjoy the you know adult parts of the ship or you know other parts without them so yeah. mini golf i would say check out the mini golf on I the fantasy midship detective agency yes midship That's detective agency love that. Fun. Um, we have we have done every single one of them and love them i mean it's just it's just a lot of fun and, and yeah. that'd be a really good thing for them to do as well yeah. Um, also, on your navigator, they break things out by stuff for adults, stuff for kids, stuff for families. So mm -hmm. that's going to be your best bet for finding activities that are geared, um, you know, if, if it's if you're looking for activities that you can do with your kids outside of the Oceaneers Club, your navigator is going to be your best bet for that, um, you know, because there's so many, <laughs> there's so many activities um, for family. You know, we have done crafts we have done cooking demonstrations we have done you know games we have done uh, we have trivia bingo trivia yeah family trivia family bingo family you know um well, even if your kids are older trust me watch jack jack's diaper dash it's hilarious <laughs> yeah it's great i don't care who you are that's funny <laughs> um the the special character meets and events that you need to book in advance so those are typically the like Anna and Elsa meets, um, princess. yeah, princess meets. Um, so you know your kids best. If those are important to them, then yes, you need to book them in advance. Um, you probably will not be able to book them once you get on the ship. So, right. yeah, I would say yes. Um, um, if you if you do want to try when you get on the ship, like if they say all of a sudden you can go to good services and ask, but it's no guarantee. So that's yep. where you will go if you need to do something like that. Yep. Um, there's some extra sea days, Castaway Key twice. Oh, the, uh, uh, can they leave the Oceaneers Club? I believe at seven, the answer is no. Your daughter would not be able to sign your son out. Mm -hmm. Only you would be able to sign your son out. Now, at 10, your daughter can sign herself out. Yes. It doesn't mean you have to allow her to do that. That's the thing I always like to, to make sure the parents understand. Just because Disney Cruise Line will let them do that, doesn't mean you need to. Um, 
every parent has a different level of comfort with how much freedom they want to allow their child to have on board the ship. And so what's important is setting the guidelines in advance, having a family discussion about it. What's going to be allowed? What's not going to be allowed? Are mom and dad the only people allowed to sign you out of the club? Are you allowed to leave by yourself? Basic safety rules um, are really important to discuss. If you do let them sign themselves out of the club, make you know, when they want to go spend time with a friend, make sure that, you know, they they understand that they are not allowed to go into anybody else's stateroom. Right. Um, you know, make sure that they know that they need to let you know where they are at all times, you know, just sort of basic common sense safety rules that I think sometimes we we almost it seems so obvious that we almost forget to have the conversation about them. But the ship is a different environment for kids. It feels different. And Disney, we have had we have had the conversation about how people leave their common sense at home on Disney vacations. Yeah. <laughs> this is true for children as well as adults. <laughs> <laughs> when so on our last cruise as a family, right before the shutdown, so my daughter was eight and she was allowed to uh, leave the kids club and come and go as she wanted. We we did have that talk. We set some ground rules. We made one of the things we made her do, and I think this is good for the seven year old who cannot leave as well. Is we took we said, all right, here we are in random area of the ship. Take us to our stateroom. We got to our stateroom. Then we said, okay, take us to the kids club. She had to lead the way the entire time. Now take us back to our stateroom. So that way we felt comfortable with her knowing because it's very easy to get turned around yep. on a ship. So she knew which way to go. Um, and we had some rules on, you know, she had to let us know when she left the kids club. Um, and I, and you actually get a notification on the app on your phone when they check themselves out. They don't have to know that, but um, it would, it would notify me. So I did know even if she wasn't texting us that, um, that we, you know, yeah. I don't want to hear out. that Nora wasn't texting you. No, no, she was, but I she was didn't know say, that. But just in case she, she didn't. Yeah. Right. But yeah. she didn't know that um that we knew that from the from the ship. But she would leave she would leave the stateroom, she would get there, and you ha she had to put her little phone away when she got in, but she would stand outside and say, I'm here, and then she would go in. And then when she left, she'd pull out a little phone, say, I'm coming back to the room, or I'm going it was pretty much always to the room, or you know, any anywhere she was she she was very good about it but just have yeah like Sarah said have those little ground rules and you'll be good to go yeah and I'm really jealous because I really want to go on a cruise <laughs> so have the best time ever and two two visits to Castaway Key come on now yeah yeah that's pretty good yeah all right, our next question is from Cindy. Hello, lovely ladies. Um, it makes me so happy that everybody is addressing us in this way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how hello, lovely ladies became sort of the go-to salutation for us, but it makes me I'll take it. very happy. <laughs> like that's, I, That really does. Um, I spent my 60th birthday in Walt Disney World with my entire family in May. It was the best trip ever because we were finally able to gather after a very long year. No place I'd rather be. I hear you. I love it. We, just the four of us this time, are going back in December to celebrate my mom's 85th birthday. We would like to go to Victorian Alberts, but as you know, it hasn't opened and I don't know if it will be. Wanted to get your opinion on where to go for a special dinner, dinner for my mom's actual birthday. I have a thought, but I wanted to hear your ideas. Okay, so I'm gonna we're going to answer that question. We'll come back to her other question. Well, Heather, has, I know you... You, I, you have I, to write I, us back and tell us what your thought was, because now I want to know what you were yeah, thinking. Right? Yeah, did we get it right? Are we on yeah. the same page? Yeah. I mean, mine is forever and always going to be California Grill. You yep. don't even have to ask me anything else. It is always California Grill is where I spend my birthday almost every year. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I love Victoria and Albert's. But if you can't get there, 
California grill. The end. Next question. <laughs> yep, that would actually be my answer too. Okay. Uh, I would say the other restaurants at um, Grand Floridian would be fine too. Citrico's or Narcoosie's, yes. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, Citrico's, when it reopens, is going to have a new theme. I forget what it is. Okay. If you want something in a park, uh, then Tiffin's is a great option. We talked about um, that on the last one. Um, Brown Derby would be good. So there's even uh, Monsieur Paul in Epcot, uh -huh. above, you know, in France. Mm -hmm. That's really good one too, but mm -hmm. still in California girl. Yep. Oh, it's a, a new look inspired by Mary Poppins. That's what it is when Citricose reopens. Okay. And Mary Poppins returns specifically inspired look. Um, it will have a new menu and new theming. Um, and it actually sounds pretty good. So that could be a good option. But I, I personally still would do California Grill. That's just me and Heather. <laughs> uh, all right. Her other question is also, are there any rumblings of a special Christmas party at the Magic Kingdom? We'll be there mid-December. Would love to attend if there is one. I enjoy well, your podcasts and Patreon episodes. You should ask. <laughs> yeah. Funny you ask. I enjoy your podcast and Patreon episodes. I'm so happy to hear things are getting back to normal. Thanks for all you do. So if you listened to last week's episode, then you know that, in fact, there is a After Hours event being held at the Magic Kingdom. It is not technically Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. It is the 2021 version, <laughs> which is Disney's uh, Very likes. Merriest After Hours. Yeah. We still don't have any details. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But it uh, it is going through December 21st, so it will be taking place hopefully during your stay. All right. And now we get into Freya, we love you so, so, so much. And I just want to say that first. We love you so much. Freya wrote the Moby Dick of um, listener questions. <laughs> <laughs> it is the war and peace of emails. <laughs> it's, it's very long. She's very, very long. We love you so, 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 so much. Um, I'm going to read this <laughs> because, because it's a long one. Um, we're going to answer half of your questions this week and half your questions next week <laughs> in episode three of our listener Q&A series. So um, I know we're not going to get to them all this week. Hang in with us, Freya. We, we will get there. I promise you. Um, hello, lovely ladies. I'm telling you, this has become our official salutation <laughs> and I am here for it. All right, before I launch into my rather long list of questions, so she knew, I'm not saying anything she doesn't know. <laughs> I just wanted to send you three a huge thank you. This past year has been a long one. My husband is an ICU nurse and we've had to keep separate to keep myself and my now 17 month old daughter safe from COVID. Oh my God, I can't even imagine. Uh, luckily we are all back together now, but over the year to keep myself sane, I'd put my little one in a stroller and drag her out for long walks and you three would be my company. So thank you for making me smile and keeping the Disney magic alive for me and everyone else who listens to the podcast. So we sweet. all appreciate it. Aww. As a thank you, I finally signed up for Patreon to help make sure this podcast continues for years to come. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. For that. Um, okay. Now onto the important bit. My family and I have decided that 2022 is the year we go together to Walt Disney World and on a Disney cruise to not only celebrate being together again, but also my younger sister's 30th birthday. So as you can probably gather from my earlier comment, I've never been to Walt Disney World or been on a Disney cruise with a child in tow. So this is a whole new experience, which I'm super excited about. I'll split the email into two sections, Disney Cruise and Walt Disney World, where best I can. So we're tackling the cruise questions today and we will get on to Walt Disney World next week. So her first question is, being on board with a two and a half year old, I understand she can't use the kids clubs, but we will book her into the nursery. However, I was wondering what else there is that we can do with her activities wise. I'm not going to lie to you ladies. Most of the activities I'm used to on the cruises are the 21 and over activities. <laughs> if you get my drift. All right. 
so we've talked a little bit about kids activities um i think in a previous question and in a previous episode we've gone on you know um again check the navigator because it is listed out by activities for adults activities for families activities for kids mm-hmm. um did as we mentioned before jack jack stack dash even if she doesn't want to do it yeah she's, it's she's so two and a half she can't participate okay but, you know take she take her to do it it's so funny <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> Honestly, sometimes the funniest thing are the kids on the sidelines that like are too old to participate, but are mad about it. Because yeah. <laughs> uh. there's always a few of those that like start like heading towards the start line. You know? Yeah, oh, that's great. It's great. Um, d- pr- so she'll be on the fantasy. So you, there are the um, splash zones, the Finding Nemo. Splash pads, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Splash pads, splash zones. The um, uh, princess meet and greets, like we talked about mm-hmm. before, doing something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but really, at two and a half, th- that age, they're just so excited to, like, look around, walk around, experience everything. Like, they're just happy to be there most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, just let them run up and down the hallways. That's a good time right there. Um All right, question number two. I noticed that the pool rules state that no under threes are allowed in the pools. How strict are they on this rule? I have a water baby on my hand and we swim at least twice a week. So for her not to be allowed in the pool seems such a shame for us. I hear that. They are strict. Um, So if they are potty trained, they still don't like it. (laughs) Like my daughter potty trained very early. We uh, were told we could get in the pool with her. Now this was again many years ago now, but we did get in the pool with her, and they, on multiple occasions, they came over. Is she potty trained? You know, and all this stuff. So, right. Um, you know, you might have to. The answer is going to be no. If she's not potty trained. That's yeah. Pe- bottom period. Line. And no yeah. swim. And no swim diapers. There right. are no, no swim, swim diapers. Diaper. That's that's the real issue. Is the swim diapers? Right. Oh, that was. I was going to say swim diapers, but they don't let them on the. They know. Yep. No swim diapers allowed. Oh. No, because it's a contamination. Because the. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 If they exactly. pee in the swim diapers, then they're also peeing in the pool basically and then they have to empty the entire pool which takes the pool out of commission for everybody on the ship and then it's a whole it it's it's a health and safety issue so they are very strict about it so but they're all splash pads so if you have a water baby those little finding nemo splash pad area is super cute super fun she can absolutely get wet um and if you really want her to be potty trained then you know hey Dangle that I was carrot. Gonna say, right? Here's a like a great excuse. Well, if you want to go swim with Mickey, you have to be potty trained. Yeah. Two and, and a half is young though. <laughs> yeah. And um, and don't discount the um the ocean. You know, like when you get to any of the islands, you can go to the beach clubs, you can go to Castaway Key if your cruise is going there. Absolutely go to the ocean. Yep. That's you know, put her in a make sure you put her in some sort of floaty, even if she's pretty good about swimming in the pool just because the ocean but yeah yeah again common sense safety make sure you pack it <laughs> there are splash pads on castaway key as well there's mm-hmm. or there's one yeah so yep uh question three western caribbean excursions with a little one it would be good to take any recommendations you have for family-friendly excursions that we can all go on together i have to admit every time i get this question from a client or a listener i cringe this is hard this is a hard one most excursions are not child friendly. They're just not. The okay. So when we were in on the fantasy, and this was again, my daughter was not quite three, so I was in the same situation as you. And this, we did a tour to the uh, ruins in Costa Maya, and it was lovely. 
she didn't get a whole lot out of it. In fact, she fell asleep and my husband had to carry her for a good portion of the day. But we did that one because she could do it at her age. Yeah. That, that was it. Um, yep. You can take a private excursion should companies be back by then. And you could take a cab to over to some sort of uh, private beach club. That's an option. But the official cruise line excursions are not, you're not going to have very much luck with it. Yeah. It is typically going to be like a beach day. Yeah. You know, and and uh, all of the excursions have a minimum age on them. So make sure that you are reading that carefully. Make sure that you are looking at the fine print. Um, again, the issue is one of diapers and changing facilities. And, you know, it's, you know, a lot, especially in the Western Caribbean excursions, a lot of them have long car rides. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just something to, to think about. Like at two and a half... I don't know how much they're going to get, <laughs> you know, out of seeing the Mayan ruins or seeing that, you know, um, it's just, it's one of the realities of cruising yeah. with really little kids, unfortunately. Right. And if I, I specifically did that excursion that we did so she could go just for something for us to do. But if, you know, if I had to do it over again, I probably would, you know, do one to the beach or something like that. That's yeah. what I would have done. Okay. A little more manageable. Yeah. So. Um, but also, and I, this is just, this is pure bias on my part. I'm not a big excursion girl, unless it is something, you know, that really, but like with someone that, you know, with a child that young, like there's so much to do on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I'm just yeah. a big believer in you already paid for the ship. <laughs> you know? like, excursions are expensive, you know, um, even for, even for little ones. So, you know, think about what you've already paid for versus what you're, going to pay extra for exactly uh question number four sea day 30th birthday celebrations my sister will actually be turning 30 on our first sea day which is very exciting I was wondering what we could do as a family to celebrate the day i know there is apollo brunch but we would have to put hermione stop it your daughter's name is hermione <laughs> I love that it. is fantastic um we love her already um in the nursery which is a shame when it's such a big celebration okay It's going to make it sound like I don't like kids. I love children. <laughs> I do. I love children. I have one. <laughs> you know, um, I love children so much that I went halfway across the world to get mine. Like it's, you know, um, I still, I would still do all the brunch even if yeah, thirty is yeah. thirty is a big one. You know, like give your sister her day, let her have her two hours, and and go to brunch yeah. at Palo. It is worth it. Your daughter will be fine. She won't know that she is missing out on like crab cakes. She yeah. she won't know. She I won't would care. Absolutely. St- I would celebrate through the whole day. Like I wouldn't have Palo Brunch be the only celebration. Like at dinner that night when your daughter is with you, I would make sure that you note that you know, make sure that you note that it's a big birthday. Make sure that you confirm with your server. You can request a cake to be delivered. So, you know, make sure that your daughter gets to experience all of those things. Um, but I would still do Palo Brunch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for your sister herself, maybe that could be a good spa day as well. You know, yes. some, some spa things. Um, but yeah, look for the, some of the activities on the ship. You can get some old navigators online and maybe ha- have your sister look around and see maybe what the types of things she would like to do. And even if it's not offered on that specific day, maybe she can have some ideas of the types of things to do. 
yeah. yeah like so. there's some great like beverage tastings for the adults. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, really loved doing the champagne and chocolate tasting. Like that's a celebration. And then at night, you know, if you could, if it's a little bit earlier and the nursery is still open, like maybe you can go, I'll go to one of the adult clubs and have a little bit of dancing or something. Yeah. Um, one thing I would do is take a family picture that night. You know, make sure yeah. that you all dress for dinner, make sure that, you know, coordinate if your family is into that, like whatever, you know, like, but make sure that you have a big family portrait taken at the photo opportunities that night before dinner. Um, I think that would be a really nice way to commemorate it. Yeah, great. All right. So Freya, um, we love you, but we're going to answer the rest of your questions next week. <laughs> <laughs> so she has more questions about Walt Disney World post-cruise. We're going to be getting to those as well as a bunch of other questions that we got in part three <laughs> of our <laughs> listener Q&A series. I love you guys so much. Like, re- I mean, sometimes we ask for listener Q&A and we get like a bunch of like, you know, we get like a handful of, you know, questions yeah. enough to do maybe one episode. But this, like this summer, clearly we are at the end of a pandemic and people have pent up travel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We got so many questions. Uh, okay, so coming up on our Patreon Extra, Heather's favorite topic ever. <laughs> our favorite bathrooms at Epcot. That is, you know, last week we didn't announce what the topic was going to be in advance because we just hadn't planned that far. Um, and it turned out to be our favorite restrooms at the Magic Kingdom, which Heather was surprised to hear was even like, Who topic. Them? I don't know. I'm just going to be over here again because I also don't have favorite bathrooms at Epcot. So maybe I will learn. Maybe you the- will. Maybe you will. After and this. now I only go to the bathroom in these select few locations. That's right. That's right. It's a whole educational experience for her. <laughs> experience. <laughs> so that is our Patreon topic next. Don't forget to help support us, consider it a tip or a gratuity, if you will, you know, you, you go to a restaurant, you get good service, you give a little extra, same thing. If you're enjoying our podcast, you want to make sure that we are able to keep creating this content for you. Um, Patreon is our primary source of income at this point. So you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess to help support us. Coming up next week, part three of our listener Q&A series. Um, and then that's it for a while, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go back to your regularly scheduled programming after that. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys.